Hello? Okay, coming down. Thank you. Just gonna go. Just gonna go pick up my delivery beers that are here now because I'm a problematic drinker. Whatever it takes, that rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And when you're as good as me, you don't need luck. I'm your old pal, Pat. Come on. It's true. It's true. Give it up for Pat. (laughs) Pat doesn't need any luck. He's good. When you're as good as me, you don't need any luck. (laughs) Oh, God. It's funny how we just came. We just like dodged a bullet with... um, Anya mm-hmm. and cocaine oh becoming like a rock they bottom have to situation. Have a new addict every week in this. So now she's addicted to poker. Like the the quick turnaround in Allie's poker addiction was something else. This doesn't even feel like around the time that like poker was particular. Remember, like there was a time like poker was oh, on TV. Oh yeah, 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 it was, yeah, like, yeah. it was like a big thing. And there was like a show. I used to stay up so late, and I still stay up so late. It's my it's my cross to bear. But like, there used to be a show, like a poker show, on every single night at like one thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. after like after like um, Conan or or whoever was on it at twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. And that was I used to watch that all the time. I used to put it on, and then I would go to sleep to that show. It wasn't Mind that you, I have no show? idea. It was like poker after dark or something. Yeah, what's the stoop show that's always on now? Oh, talk stoop. That used talk to be on stoop, after yeah. SNL. It used to be on after <laughs> SNL. But I love late night TV. But they don't do it anymore now. It's just like reruns of old shit. But poker yeah. after dark, I believe. Mind you, I have no idea. I don't understand. I don't know how to play poker. Mm-hmm. But I would watch this show, and I liked I, it. And I started to like yeah. have people I rooted for and characters I liked because they would switch like every week that whole week would be like a different table but it would Mm -hmm. be like that same table for a week and you'd be like oh one of my favorites is on the fucking guy with the hat which was everybody but you know what I mean (laughs) they all have hats they're big hat wearers but but this seems to be even between watching this and the OC I'm like I was good at math should I have been counting cards this whole time like I feel like I have missed a calling in life for a poker addiction do you think you could have counted cards probably how I don't even know how it works I don't know I I have so many questions (laughs) clearly I can't wrap my head around counting cards clearly we're not doing illegal things over here well, I looked it up. It's not technically illegal. It's not illegal. Okay. You can do it, but if a casino catches on that you're doing it, mm-hmm. they'll like get rid of you because it's that's what happened like, arrest in Poker Face. Pop up what the move the song? The TV show. The song was in Bup, this episode. Can you believe Lady Gaga's Poker Face was in I know, this episode? I know. It's great. I mean, they. She wasn't. I guess she wasn't as famous yet. But I mean, she was it's pretty like famous. 2012 at this, point. at this point, I think. Dude, how did they get Poker Face? Some they had some Lady money. Is a they big had Degrassi some fan. Maybe. We'll never know because so we'll never get her show, on this podcast. The, no, we'll never get Lee. I, I, I'm pretty sure we can't get Shane Kipple. I think. I, don't think, we can get I Lady think Lady Gaga <laughs> would be a bit of a stretch. Oscar nominee. She reads her DMs. (laughs) Shane Kipple certainly doesn't. 
Um, so wait a second. I, I watched all of Poker Face. That's what happened. She got busted counting cards and they threw her out. That's what happened. That's why they wanted her gone in the first place. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So casinos will not let you do it because it's, they, you know, that's, it, it, you're going to win usually. Yeah. So. Because you're also, smart. Right. But I don't understand how it's smarts. Is it? I guess it is. It's probability. It's, it's like, if you see a certain number of cards, you're like, how likely is it that that person's going to get that card? I can't fathom it. I can't wrap my head. It's a lot of. I'm stupid. I like. I'm good at math, but I. This is something else. Like it's a whole other level of like having to kind of figure something out. I don't know. My brain is all haywire thinking about it. I think I'm going to need a little bit of ivermectin. And it still takes some like understanding and kind of comprehension to figure out like how much do you bet based off of that information. Allie does this bit where like she pretends to be sick at some point for Dave and she puts her hoodie on and glasses on. And that looked like a character from like a poker table. Mm-hmm. But then when she went to have the poker match, she didn't do that. No, I was like, she looked like a little key. girl, which then I think helped her because they were like, this girl is so dumb. We're totally going to win her money. You know what? I know what kind of bummed me out is like everything on this show has to fucking be like the worst case scenario version of it. Mm-hmm. I want, why couldn't Allie just rule at poker and just whip everybody's ass at poker and it'd be awesome. <laughs> and then she just like becomes a millionaire. It's all like, addictions. It's addiction to this addiction to that. And it's the classic Degrassi formula where it all happens and falls apart within 44 minutes. Within 40, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's but no I'm Peter just, on the median strip, like in a cocaine, but it's, it's up there. But I'm just like, I, why can't we ever have it be good? Yeah. I know, good, I get it, gambling's bad, but like, how awesome would it have been mm-hmm. if there just wasn't a fall from grace? She just mm-hmm. won, like, look, it wasn't like she was winning big money. At one point, she's like, I won $300. They're like, $300? It's <laughs> like, dude, I spent $300 at fucking Spirit Halloween on Saturday. What did you get? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you're stuff. You're spending too much money at Spirit Halloween if you're spending $300. <laughs> yeah, you. but don't forget, I got to get kids. I got kids costumes. Those should which cost, cost like a lot bucks. of money. Oh, they don't, oh, dog. God. No, they don't. They cost so much because it's like, oh, you want to be a Ninja Turtle? Well, here's the, here's the, the official. The, the outfit and then you also need the mask you also need the separate sword Mm -hmm. you also need this it's like so it comes out to like a lot of money and then yes did i buy a scream welcome mat i did did i also buy friday the 13th socks for myself yes Yes, i did of course did i buy um a sam from trick-or-treat funko pop to put on as out as a halloween direction (laughs) you're damn right i did because i'm i deserve it Uh i work hard And I deserve some nice things. I spent two hundred dollars. Okay, fair, okay. not three hundred dollars, but fair. I also. So, what are your kids costumes. going as for Halloween? Leonardo, mm-hmm. the Ninja Turtle from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. is what Max is going as. And B, I haven't bought her a costume yet, so that's so it will end up. <laughs> well, I bought. Then I had to buy like f- tchotchke things. Mm-hmm. What else did we buy? How did it? That's all we. That's all I got. Spirit Halloween is expensive though. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, why couldn't she just win like $3,000, $4,000 at the poker tournament? And it be like a great, fun story. Why does it have to be so sordid? Yeah. It's like always. And it's just like, and like Dave, dad has to break it apart to the point that Dave wants to break up with Allie because she was at an illegal poker game. It's just like, it didn't He's a fucking narc. I get him out of here. I lost my boner for Dave when he called. <laughs> Look, honestly, it was the right thing to do because they were going to beat up Dave. Yeah. So I get why he did it. But at the same time, it wasn't cool. You're counting cards. So who cares? What is this? An official casino? I won. Mm. She won fair and square. Anyway, I don't know. We'll get to it. I mean, I guess we already did it. <laughs> end, end of the episode. <laughs> Show him what I got. How you doing there, my old pal, Rachie? I'm doing pretty good. It's another week down in L.A. Um, it was hot this weekend. Um, chili peppers stopped by it or still no? No, chili peppers really disappointed. Haven't seen any celebrities. I realized I wasn't, I haven't been keeping my eye out for celebrities, though. So you never know. I might run into Anthony Kiedis next week. You might see Chris Pine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a celebrity. He's a celebrity. Justin Long. Justin Long, also a celebrity. Taraji P. Henson. Also a celebrity. You could see her, maybe. Alan Thick, is he dead? Maybe. He might be. He might be. So you be. won't see him. Yeah. I mean, unless Robin the ghost Thick. of Alan Thick comes back, which could be very, like, festive for this season. Holiday season. This yeah. is the holiday. This season, is the holiday season. I've been trying it's to get myself into spooky times. I haven't watched a whole lot of movies because now that I live alone again, I can't watch the scary, scary oh. movies. It's the struggle. The struggle is real. Oh, you know what? I'm. Are you going to be able to make it through Hallmark Channel's three baths, three beds, two baths, and one ghost? I hope because so. <laughs> everybody, if you haven't gotten on the Patreon this month. In, instead of Degrassi Junior High, we're skipping Degrassi Junior High because it's October. We watch a spooky movie. We could have watched any movie. I could have had Rachel watch Return of the Living Dead. I could have mm-hmm. had Rachel watch The Fly, The Thing, mm-hmm. any one of my favorite movies. Burn, Witch, Burn, mm-hmm. uh, The Fog, It Follows, any one of these classic five-star excellent mm-hmm. movies. But we have decided together as a group, as a team, we are going to watch – a brand new Hallmark Channel movie streaming for the Halloween season. Three baths. No, sorry. Three beds, two baths, one, one ghost. ghost. <laughs> a three bedrooms, a two baths, a one ghost. If they don't do that, fucking. If they it's, don't it'll do, be disappointing. Bob C, is that Bob Seek? George Thurgood. A three bedrooms, a two baths, a one ghost. <laughs> So if you want to hear us talk about that movie, you should get on the Patreon, which we're plugging yeah. now. So Oh, yeah. Listen to our Patreon. It's great. Look, it's already fucking uh, dark in here, too. Um, well, I, well, yeah, I haven't watched. dark here for hours. I haven't watched a lot of uh, spooky movies yet. I was trying to go through my list and figure out, like, what I wanted to watch. But in the meantime, I watched Hocus Pocus 2, which was fine. Um, mm. But did feature Tony Hale and Sam Richardson, which was pretty good. Um, and then Jennifer's body. Cause that's on HBO. And it was like, they were flashing at me a lot. Like, Hey, you've got to watch this one. And I was like, sure. It was I good. Loved that movie. It was fun. I love that movie. I think it's fucking great. Yeah. It was a fun Megan one. Fox. Megan Fox deserved so much better than we as a society gave her. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, recommended. A, 
I, I have watched a horror movie a day because it's what I do. I'm not oh, going to okay. go through all of them. I don't, I don't I mean, do, I watch horror movies I don't do one a day. I usually tried to do like two to three a week in October and I'm not, I, I no, I hit two last week. So that's okay. I'm doing okay. There is a brand new one up on the Amazon Prime mm-hmm. called Totally Killer mm-hmm. with, um, it's got Kiernan Shipka, you know, oh, yeah, Sally yeah. Draper and Sabrina. And it is a very, it's not great. It's not like a great movie, Mm -hmm. but it is a really fun sort of riff on Back to the Future, but also being kind of a slasher Mm -hmm. movie that's like got scares and Mm -hmm. some good stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really, really fun. I think you will like it a lot. Totally killer. It's got Julie Bowen, you know, Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen's from my hometown. Oh, she's in it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Kiernan Shipka, who's who's very fun in it. Okay. It's a really fun movie. It's not totally unscary. I'm not going to be like... But it's not, yeah, it's not over the top. The thing is, is that I, mean, I just can't take... There's ones that are, like, chilling, and I need something that's, like, got a little bit of something lighthearted to it. Have you seen the Happy Death Day movies? No. That's a, those are mm-hmm. good ones. This the, okay. the, Totally Killer has a very Happy Death Day vibe. Okay. So it's very, like, bright... And like she ends up in the eighties, so there's like a lot of eighties stuff in it, mm-hmm. which is fun. I mean, it is about a killer, so mm-hmm. if you trigger warning, if you yeah. don't like to see like young girls being murdered, yeah, yeah, that's fair. This is not the movie for you because they <laughs> do get murdered in it. Yeah, I watched. Um, I watched those. I watched the new Our Flag Means Death, um, which is a fun show if you don't watch it. Um, and then I watched all of Fleischman is in trouble. Yeah, you told me. Which I I, no I I did enjoy in the end. Good for you. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy everybody enjoys anything in this yeah. world. Yeah. Because it's a sad, it's a sick, sad world, as Daria said. It is. It is. I sometimes Daria think Morgan that, like, recently I was so stressed out that I was like, I'm like the teacher with the giant eye that's, like, popping out. What's that? In Daria. You know, the teacher with his eye that's, like... When he's yelling? He's yeah. got, yeah, though he's got the one eye. I don't remember what his name is, but, you know, it's the teacher. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long I've time. watched a lot of Daria in my life. I watched it when it was on, but it's been a long time. Since I've rewatched it, really. so it's a good show. I should do that. But anyway, yep, we're doing spooky season. We're going to watch three be- bathrooms. No, fuck. Three bedrooms. <laughs> Go right you, for the bedrooms. Could you imagine? There's some houses three, that have more bathrooms than bedrooms, but I just don't understand. Like, how many people do you need bathrooms for? Well, those are houses that have like 29 bathrooms. Yeah. And 25 bedrooms. Yeah, yeah. But it's all good. We're having fun. <laughs> something like we're not that. here to talk. Something like that. We're not here to talk about any of that stuff. No. I want you to watch Totally Killer. It's okay. really fun. I think you're gonna. When really I listen enjoy back it. to this, I'll I'll pick up on that. And the Happy Death Day movies are really really fun too. Happy What's Death that Day on? one is basic. I don't know if it's. I don't know what it's on. I don't know what it's streaming on. But it's basically and uh, broomheads if you haven't seen it this isn't a spoiler it happens right away and it's marketed as this it's basically groundhog day but a slasher movie okay so like she keeps reliving it over and over and like getting killed waking up and being like ah fuck and the whole thing is like i gotta use these days to figure out who it is Mm -hmm. and like have to like convince people around her that like also this is happening and then the second one i like even more most people don't but the second one is more sci-fi. I okay. think they're great movies. It's really on it's them. on Hulu with a premium subscription, but I don't know which premium subscription because I don't have more info. But we'll find Sometimes out. Sometimes you got to rent it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do a three ninety nine rental. You know what I'm saying? You got to do it. It's blockbuster video, babe. I know. Well, only if I could actually go to a video store and then have to return it back to the same location. 
There's something about renting it on my TV that I'm like, it, there's nothing I'm holding here. It doesn't feel right. I agree with you. Yeah. Blockbuster video. Wow. What a difference. We're not here to talk about any of those things. Blockbuster video. Happy death day. Happy death day to you. Mm-mm. Totally killer. Um, what other ones? What did you watch? Uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus, oh, Hocus Pocus 2. Get out of here with that shit. I took Max <laughs> to see the... The Paw Patrol movie. I didn't watch a second of it. I t- I screenshot. I meant to send this to you in my. I screenshot a picture of my friend's three year old. They went to see the Paw Patrol movie, but he's taking a picture with Linda Blair. <laughs> the internet was so That's excited because he likes scary stuff. <laughs> was Linda Blair at at the movie? Well, theater? there was like Mom's a cutout finished. kind of thing, and he's like holding her hand. Oh. Yeah. Is Linda Blair in the new Exorcist movie? I don't know, but this looked like. The original Linda Blair, so. The new Exorcist movie, we're not here to talk about that. David Mm -hmm. Gordon Green, we're not here to talk about him or the Halloween movies that he made. Honestly, we're not even here to talk about Spooky Season because Mm -hmm. on the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon podcast, it's always Spooky Season. It is. So today, we're here to talk about Degrassi. More specifically, Degrassi episodes 1122 and 1123. Uh, which are the 22nd and 23rd episodes of the 11th season. But because of all the two-parters, we're talking about two, uh, 181st. Okay. Is that how I do that? Sorry. I'm really, I'm sorry. It's the 252nd, 253rd episodes. I'm a little rusty tonight. Sorry yeah, about that. That's okay. But because of all the two-parters, uh, I believe this is 181. Yes, 181st episode of Degrassi. The name of the episode is Drop It Like It's Hot. God damn, it's been a long time and we've never had a Snoop Dogg. Snoop, uh, Snoop Dogg. Drop it like it's had a Snoop Doggy Dog song. Rach. What year did that come out? Drop it. 2004. Yeah, that sounds about right. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. Remember they did the commercial like uh, mm-hmm. the chips? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, man. Give it to me. What's your favorite Snoop Dogg song? Snoop Dogg has had so many like reincarnations over the years of, you know, he's there, then he's gone and he's there and then he's gone. I had to go with the classic gin and juice. He's basically furniture now because he is just like Mm -hmm. he is he is so ubiquitous Mm -hmm. that like he's now he's so. I mean, I I really think that like Martha Stewart was the the end of of that. It really mainstreamed him to like a, 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 a whole another other degree. Yeah. Like if you go back and listen to Doggy Style, like it opens with like a skit of like filthy things, just like mm-hmm. filthy things. And then like the first track is like also filthy about like putting a bone inside a butt is like the, what the fuck? It's like it's just it's all things that mm-hmm. like now he's like a ha- literally hosts like a cooking show with Martha Stewart, which let me tell you something the fucking American dream, dude. Like yeah. no one, that is the American dream. Mm-hmm. He came from fucking nothing, mm-hmm. and now he has a cooking. I don't know if it's a cooking show or like a talk show, whatever it is with Martha Stewart. Yeah. I mean, the dude has lived a life. He was. He was legitimately like on trial for murder while performing at the VMAs. Like, <laughs> what? He has lived. It's an amazing life. I mean, the music, he's at this point, like, I went back and I was looking. He has like a thousand albums. Like, he still like oh puts God. albums out every year. Yeah. But I can't imagine that, like, I, I haven't. Th- 
thought of him in the music realm, literally, I don't think since Drop It Like It's Hot. He also guests a lot. Like yeah. he's on California. He's on Girls. so many he's things. He's on Dr. Dre, Eminem. He's on song. He's just, he guests a lot. So that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, Gin and Juice is maybe the best single of the entire 1990s. It's a great that one. Song it's is a classic. so good. That's I mean, why I was it, like, you know, I have not gone into the depths of Stoop Dog's uh, repertoire, but, you know, that song is so good. Why would you? You don't need to. <laughs> well, he sort of like became more of a personality than yeah. a rapper, even though yeah. like he's still. But but that's also not true, because there's probably a lot of people who follow it all and mm-hmm. love the music. Mm-hmm. But I sort of like remember, think of him now as like a, a you know, he's like in Corona commercials with Andy Samberg. Like he's just a dude. He's always around. Uh, mm-hmm. Gin and Juice is filthy. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, lyrically, I, it, I don't know if I would still like, say it's great, but <laughs> it's sure. got moments in it that like are indelible in the culture. Like fucking, she ain't leave it till six in the morning. Like mm-hmm. everybody, whenever you hear someone say like six in the morning, I always go six. And like, I always think that like, that's the mm-hmm. key. That's mm-hmm. the mark. Also when we were kids and that song like was on MTV or it was on the radio and it would go, um, walk, uh, smoking, smoking instead of smoking. And oh, the edited <laughs> version was smoking, smoking. And I always think of that great song. Uh, drop it like it's hot. It may be basic, but that fucking song is so good. It's so mm-hmm. good. Pharrell. That's Neptune's. Mm-hmm. That's prime Neptune's. That's prime Neptune's just like mm-hmm. fucking killing it. That song rules. It's it's very like hard to get away from. Because again, it was in like a fucking literally a they repurposed it for a uh, potato chip. <laughs> Pops. Pop it like pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. So I mean, yeah. look. God bless Snoop Dogg, one of the greats. Put him on the Mount Rushmore of people mm-hmm. in of like of, of great American, <laughs> great, great American. He's success up there with stories. Snoopy. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Snoopy, Snoop P. I don't know. Those yeah. are the two. <laughs> the but two of like them. of like of great American mm-hmm. success stories who have like literally like I mean you can't imagine like the guy who like. I, I I don't know like I also, in gangs you know who, who yeah I just looked up I just like, looked up his murder trial and the location of the shooting is like where I might look at apartments. <laughs> murder was the case that they gave me. Of course, I wasn't into Snoop because I'm from the East Coast. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And I had a real I had real dogs in those. You had fights. a chip on Snoop your shoulder dogs. being a New Yorker, I'm sure. Not at all. I loved Snoop. When we were kids, Snoop was so huge. We mm-hmm. thought he was the coolest dude. And he is the coolest dude, clearly. Just fucking chill. So high, smoking weed all the time. Mm-hmm. When he was in Half Baked, remember oh, Half Baked? Yes. Half Baked. And he shows up, he comes up, and he takes the joint and keeps smoking it, keeps smoking it, keeps smoking it. That's What's that so guy's funny. name? Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. You know, Jim have... Brewer is a. Oh, he's a big, uh, he's a big Trump, uh, Trumpy Canadian. I'm not surprised. I'm not heard he's big, from Jim Brewer in a very long time. He's he's working those right wing rooms, baby. Of course, corporate events. Um, he was big. He's a big Mets fan. Oh. so that's our that's our cross to bear. <laughs> but anyway, Snoop Dogg, gotta love him. 
80 degrees when I tell that trick. Please raise that funky NUTs and you get some of these. I think of that all the time. It's terrible. I mean, the words yeah. are bad. He's done well for himself. So yeah, he's got himself. it going on. As good as it gets. All right. Is it blurb time? It's time for that blurb. Hit me with your best blurb. In- Gin and juice. In Drop It Like It's Hot, Allie develops a days-long gambling addiction. Wesley's afraid he'll lose Hannah to the dreamy new guy, Liam. And Bianca is still sneaking around with Vince. I am going to show you. This is my notebook, Rachel. Mm -hmm. For the broomheads at home, you can't see this. This is my notebook. Mm -hmm. So there's all of these notes, right? Mm -hmm. See all of these notes? All of these notes. Mm -hmm. This is like, I'm going to say this is about half the page. This is a big, and it's a big, these are big pages. This is a bigger than normal. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a skinny notebook. I am going to go, I'm going to show you. This is around half the page. I'd say this right here is about three quarters of the page, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is where I found out what his name, what Wes's name was. Three quarters of the page down the notes. You forgot Wesley's name. Before I was like, what is this fucking guy's name and why is nobody saying it? Because I cannot remember it and I need you to tell me. And then mm-hmm. finally, I think it was Liam, uh-huh. who I also, who got named here, mm-hmm. up right at the tippy top. Mm-hmm. Do you see how I, these are the different stories. This is the A story. Oh my God. This is the and you got Liam. Code for the yeah. A story. This is the code for the B stories, the two crosses. Okay. The two circles is the code for the C oh, story. Oh, that's, that's how smart. I do it. I do mine like I this. I do a code. Where I do oh, A story, B story, C story, and then I do the second episode over here. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I do it with a little code. I write yeah, a little code. Yeah, smart. But yeah, I didn't. I could not remember Wesley's name. I was like Hannah's boyfriend. I knew Hannah for some reason. I couldn't <laughs> remember Wesley. Hannah until well into it, though. <laughs> <sighs> what an episode. But we're starting off, of course, with Dave and Allie, Allie and Dave, which we've already kind of talked about quite a bit already. Yeah. Dave and Allie, Allie and Dave, they're a couple that we really, really love. So, of course, they're going to break up. Allie has that summer science program and she hasn't told Dave about it yet. So she's like, I'm going to invite him over for a nice dinner when my parents are out. So, like, we can just talk about it ourselves. And yes, Dave tells Adam this and Adam's like, well, she means you're going to have sex, right? Well, no, Adam is there. She she goes to them after the after the radio. They're both there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she goes to them after the radio show and she's like, come over. My parents aren't going to be home. Mm-hmm. I'll make you a nice dinner and all you have to bring is dessert. And I mean, to be fair, mm-hmm. on Dave's side, I was like, I knew it wasn't going to be sex because I know the show. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it feels like she's prepping for a little bone time. Bone yeah. Zone. yeah, there could be some bone zoning. So Dave says no. And then Adam goes, no, dude, I think it is. I'm pretty sure this is this is bone zone. Let's go buy some condoms. Mm-hmm. You never seen a more subtle, a less subtle human with condoms. Oh my god! The just they're out the at the dot on the table, like three different boxes of them. He's trying to figure out which ones he wants. Ribbed. What was the other one? I don't. I just remember the ribbed. There was another kind of condom, yeah. but there were three there condoms, three kinds, different table. sizes. I'm assuming. He doesn't want to get anybody pregnant. No. Good for him. He's a child. So, Good idea not to do that. Yeah. Oh, Jenna's back back at school. Yeah, she's staying with Allie now. And but none of her math skills are rubbing off on her. No, no. Jenna's good at guitar. It. She's not good at poker. Um, 
So it seems like they're going to bone. So he, he gets the condoms. He goes over to the house and all she has is pizza. She just ordered pizza. I thought this yeah. was going to be like a meal. No, it's like not well, even that fancy. I was like, you guys could have just gone out to the dot and you could have told him. It's <laughs> like extra pepperoni, extra cheese. You know what I like. Spent like $3 more. <laughs> so basically then like Dave takes the condoms out and she gets mad at him. She's like, what do you know? Because mm-hmm. I think she has a complex and a hang up because of the Johnny DeMarco thing, thinking that like. Now everyone just thinks she wants to bone all the time, but she doesn't. She's not into boning, really. Mm -hmm. So she says, you're just like every other guy. I'm glad I'm leaving for the science fair. Oh, no. And he's (laughs) like, wait, what are you talking about the the science fair? I didn't know anything about this science fair. And then she Mm -hmm. says, well, just stay and we'll have dessert. And he says, no, I'm leaving. And he leaves. Arrivederci. That's it. It's Italian. <laughs> Did you know that? Arrivederci. Yeah. It always reminds me of Arancini, the little risotto balls. Hey! Arancini. I, I did it for Mr. Uh, Del Rossi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to say Arrivederci every once in a while for old Mr. Del Rossi. <laughs> of course you would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what happens next? So he leaves. Yeah. And then she, I'm trying to remember. When does the poker stuff happen? It happens like out, right after that, right? Because she makes enough money at the poker to buy him basketball tickets. Well, so then she talks to Adam the next day. And Adam's like, actually, I was the one who thought that, like, maybe you guys were going to have sex. And then they're talking <laughs> about, like, well, what else does Dave care about? And he's like, basketball. <laughs> it's all he cares about. He Allie only cares basketball. about basketball. Um, and Allie's like, well, Fair. I'm good at counting cards. <laughs> So I'm going to have a poker tournament tomorrow at lunch at school, just as long as Snake doesn't catch them. $10 buy-in. So that's what she does. And they've also, like, alluded to her being good at math, like, twice on this episode, up to this point. Where, like, she does good on a math test, Mm -hmm. and she, like, isn't paying attention in class. And the teacher's like, Allie, can you solve this equation? And he's like, she's like, yeah, I'll do it in two seconds. Yeah, she's like not shrunk. paying attention the whole time. And then she just does it. <laughs> she's like, it's 36, dickhead. Mm-hmm. Coach Anderson Armstrong was like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. don't mm-hmm. kick the volleyballs. Mm-hmm. That'll come up later. It's a little spoil. It's a little teaser. A little teaser. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and in that time, also, Allie describes gambling as just applied math, which is, like, not totally true, but, like, there's something to it. But not totally wrong, either. No, no. In some ways. No. Because probability. It's all about probability. This is where the addiction part comes in, because she's like, I've got all these strategies that I want to try out, so I found this poker game online that I'm going to join. And she got... um, with her money, her winnings from the lunchtime poker game, she yeah. bought Dave tickets to the Raptors versus the Knicks. Yeah. Which couldn't have been, I mean, she couldn't have won that much money. If she won $300 at the big game, she couldn't have won that. Those, yeah, those tickets, tickets are fucking expensive. Cheap. Well, maybe the both of the teams were bad, though, at the time. So maybe. she got cheap yeah, tickets. Yeah, yeah. And the loonies. You don't know about the loony exchange rate. You know, it might be That's different. true. That's true. We did get to see a lot of loonies in this episode in Imogen's purse. Oh, yeah. Imogen like, had a oh, ton of look loonies. Look at all those fucking loonies. 
Birthday loonies. Birthday loonies. Not just any loonies. Loonies with tiny little hats on them with a little pom-pom at the <laughs> They're top. They're birthday loonies. Yeah. <laughs> they blow one of those little, like, what are those things called? <laughs> yeah. What's it called? I'm also doing it. Yeah, I, I was like, that's, a, that's good enough. <laughs> Blowers? I don't know. They have to have a name, right? <laughs> I feel like they're called blowers. I can Google this like immediately after recording this, but I will probably forget. Kazoo? So they're, not kazoos, they're not kazoos. They're not kazoos. That's specific. Out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called. Fucking like a dragon's tongue unfurling. Noisemakers, maybe. Maybe. But then noisemakers are the things that go until <laughs> you spin around mm-hmm. a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Kids' birthday parties are so fucking annoying. That's why, because all that shit. Yeah, that I understand why people just go to the bouncy places now. Who decided that? Oh, kids' birthday parties are just going to be fucking noisy and hellish. Yeah, but I think they were when we were kids. I think they've always been like that. Let's the noisier the birthday party, the better it is, I guess. <laughs> I like how you're doing the exact right noise for that, though. That is, I am. That is I'm exactly fucking, actually, what it sounds. Like. <laughs> it's I'll better be than coming the up impression. with the word because no one would know what the word is. That's one of the greatest impressions I've ever done. Is that the sound of that fucking thing that you blow at a children's birthday party that unfurls like a dragon's tongue and sounds like this? That was my worst one of it too. I've done it. I did it better. It's because you built yourself up. The pressure was on. You're right. The pressure mm-hmm. was on, and I fucking blew it. It's okay. I just jump out the window and kill myself <laughs> on air. Like, You'd still release the episode though, right? Oh yeah, totally. Because we yeah, still have listeners. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. I got it. Got it. I, for the, the fans. If I jump off my <laughs> one, st- my first story window, <laughs> that kills me. Yeah, fans. My son, my son has fans. He thinks. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of him, so I guess he's not wrong. Do you know? So then, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine, sent me a message. So, cont for context, my mm-hmm. son, I was like recording him doing this, like literally just like flipping on my bed. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was doing it where he did. I didn't want him to see it, but then he saw me recording him. So then he turned it into a whole thing and he did it. And he goes, how cool was that fans? And I was like, who are your <laughs> fucking fans? Like I literally, I didn't say fuck, but I was yeah, like, thinking what, what are it, you yeah. talking about? So I posted on Instagram as a mm-hmm. story and a friend of mine wrote, we're all Maxinistas, <laughs> which I was like, oh my God, that's so fucking funny. Who because wrote I that? always make... My friend Armando. Okay, because I was like, I, I feel like we talk about Maxinistas a lot. So I was like, who's saying that? <laughs> I love. I think Maxinistas is like such a f- the Maxinistas is so funny, mm-hmm. and for him to write that, and I was like, shout out Armando. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but shout out anyway. Uh, I was like, he would have a built-in fan name. Mm-hmm. They would be Maxinistas. His Maxinistas. <laughs> I'm a Maxinista. <laughs> Remember TJ Maxx? People like TJ Maxx. <laughs> For those of you who don't remember those commercials, people like TJ Maxx, they called the Maxinistas. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> Dave. Dave. Um, oh, so Allie buys Dave tickets to the basketball game. And because she feels bad for the way she told him. Yeah, about. so she's trying to make it up to him. And he's like, do you want to meet my parents? Um, and so he invites her over for dinner. The next day. And um, because they wanted to meet the girl who he was going to be missing mm -hmm. all summer. So Dave invites Allie over and Allie's like, 
I got to go to this poker tournament. So I'm going to ditch <laughs> Dave's parents because I've got all this luck and then I can win something even better. So she fakes being sick to get out of going yeah. to Dave's house. And Dave house, the singer Dave. She fakes being sick to avoid going over to Dave house and telling Dave him house? anything. <laughs> she doesn't want to go see Dave house from hot water music performing his solo acoustic songs. No, I she's not interested. Um, stink. So she fakes being sick and then she goes to the poker game and she's like the young girl. So everyone thinks she's got to be dumb and she ends up winning a lot of money. Um, So can can I talk about this for a second? So, okay. So they build up this poker game Mm -hmm. where it's like she was online. She reached out to a guy and they build this up like it is going to be this very like seedy underground poker game Mm -hmm. so i am expecting her to walk into that room and it to be like like a 50 year old like sweaty guy and like Mm -hmm. a fucking like tank top and like just like yucky people Mm -hmm. and it is like just four handsome 17 year old dudes yeah yeah. they're like maybe in college maybe maybe in college maybe they're like 20 yeah there's like nothing particularly seedy about this at all like if they imagine it was like fucking louis guzman and like fucking like michael mckeon you know michael (laughs) mckeon from spinal tap like an old like grow like yeah they wouldn't be on facebook advertising their poker game though those guys i mean now they would because all old people the only people on facebook are are fucking grandpa pause but it is so it was so funny to me like i was like oh this is gonna be fun and it was just like oh look hot guys like mm-hmm. there was nothing intimidating about these guys so weird they they just shit the bed on that i wanted it to be like old like cr- crusty like fucking poker players yeah no offense to poker players i don't know they might they may all be hot guys and mm-hmm. i don't know about it yeah could be jennifer tilly jennifer Tilly's a, a famous poker player now okay She's very hot. So is she on? Is she on the late night poker TV? She was on like that. ESPN would do the 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 World Series of Poker, and she was she would be on the World Series of Poker. That would have been funny if they had Jennifer Tilly on this show. Yeah, when I feel like if someone gets to that point, like they have to be counting cards. Like, how else are you doing well? I think you just learn. I don't know. I mean, I I I don't think they count cards. I don't. I think it's Mm -hmm. very frowned upon. I don't think you can stick around. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she goes to this poker tournament and she kicks butt again. She wins three hundred old dollars, a lot of money, and then she sees Dave and he's like, "Oh, so you're feeling better? How was the soup? What did you like specifically about it?" And she gets tripped up on what the a soup. Dick. Also, like I must have known. The other thing I wrote down was that when they panned like the outside of the building before they got to this scene. They showed the uh, the board outside, and it said, "Education is the movement from darkness to light." Ooh, I like that. And I was like, "Is that about the gambling addiction, or did someone just think that was a good phrase to throw up there?" I'm a little confused on that That's part. Good phrase. It's a good phrase. Good yeah. phrase. Um. So yeah, she gets caught that she and he. She was like, "The reason I'm doing this poker tournament is because I'm trying to get a bunch of money so mm-hmm. that you can come visit me." Where is this uh, science fair thing? Where is it? Somewhere. I I don't. Ottawa. Like, I don't remember. Prince Edward Island. It must be far enough away, but I don't remember where it was. So it's not in Toronto. 
he's like, all right, cool, I guess. Right. At this point. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? Next time I do this, you should come with me, mm-hmm. see your girl in action. And mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds good. Yeah. Turned out to not be so good. No. Well, she wins she- a scholarship for the science program for $2,000. Yeah. Room and board and Room stuff and like board. that. Um, Potato chips. So Dave goes with her to the poker game and she keeps losing. Yeah. She's like, no, I got to turn this around. I can't like keep losing all of this. So she throws in like her scholarship money. So I guess you just can't count cards all the time. Yeah. I guess it means that you're not necessarily going to win. It just means that like you might have more opportunity to know what cards are in your favor. Do you have to know how many cards are in the deck to count cards? Because if you do, I'd be fucked because I don't know. That. 52. Remember 52 card pickup. 52 card pickup. What's that? The game where you just throw all the cards on the ground. <laughs> you ever did that oh, to a babysitter or anything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got news for you. The babysitter knew the joke before you did it. I'll yeah, tell you yeah. that much. <laughs> right. So, oh, right. 52 pickup. Yeah. Right. right. I want to play 50. Oh, what an hell. I know. Fuck such assholes. Um, so Dave just like, can't talk Allie out of any of it. And so he goes, he's like, don't, don't put your scholarship money in. And she goes, I'm doing this for us. And he goes, no, you're not. You're doing this for you. Yeah. Cause like she has to prove that she's right. And so Dave goes and like sneakily calls his dad. We don't know that yet. And then Allie tells the guys that she's been counting cards when she, figures out like she wins the last round. She doesn't say the term counting cards, but she really fucking like she goes yeah. through like you would have had this, you would have had this, you would have had this. She really blew up her own spot. Shows yeah. how much she doesn't if know she, about poker. Yeah, if she hadn't said anything, this probably wouldn't would have been fine. Yeah, she wins this big pot at the end. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're counting cards. Meanwhile, fucking Dave, this narc. Mm-hmm. Fucking watch out House of Un-American Activities would be naming names. McCarthyism, this guy. <laughs> this guy'd be it's like Ilya Kazan. <laughs> Do you think anybody on any podcast has ever likened Dave from Degrassi to the famous director Ilya Kazan? No, I can't say they have. <laughs> well, I'm proud to be the person. Yeah. So Dave's dad shows up and Dave is disappointed. His dad is disappointed. And then they essentially break up because well, she's going to be gone like, for two months. And like, he's like, I can't bring you over to my yeah. house now. You're Dave's dad's Dave. like, so this is your girlfriend. Huh? <laughs> Fuck you, Dave, you fucking cop. A-cab. And also to be fair, a cab forever. Also, they were, um, not, I mean, she was doing a thing that's not, it's not illegal, but you're it's not supposed not, to. You're not do supposed it. to do it, so don't tell people that you're doing it. But she kind of was like, "Oh, I have to prove how smart I am." Well, what and happened? Also, what happened yeah. was that she goes to take the money before they even show their cards because she's like, "There's no way you would have had them." If she would have just shut up, she would have had whatever money, and it would have been fine. Hundred and sixty-five dollars that that was in that pot, mm-hmm. and also these non-intimidating. I mean, Dave probably could have beat those guys up. Like they were not scary. No, they're pretty scrawny and small. Yeah, they were not scary. If they had knives, different story. But I didn't see any knives. I'd go see them at the during Halloween season at Not Scary Farm. You know, (laughs) I'd like to see them do a Sharks Jets dance. Yeah, 
That would be more appropriate, I think, for who they, what they look like. Yeah. So they break up, Dave and Allie. He's like, let's see where we are in two months. Mm-hmm. Pretty bummer. Yeah, pretty bummer. Um, super bummer, ooh. we should say, actually. <laughs> Call back. Super to- bummer. <laughs> super bummer, and I just left you wide open there. You know what bummer starts with? I sure do. It starts with a B, B story. B stands for Rube Goldberg machine. Boob Goldberg, of course. Boob Goldberg machine. <laughs> boob, 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 whoopie Goldberg. Whoopie Goldberg machine. Bushing. Um, <laughs> this fucking story. <laughs> like, I knew where it was going to go so early, and I still had to watch it. And poor Wesley can't get his driver's license for three more years now. Uncle Mike. Uh, my dad is an Uncle Mike. <laughs> One of the best parts of this episode, though, was when it this story starts and Uncle Mike like asks, like, what's a Rube Goldberg machine? And the only person who raises his hand is Wesley. And he's like looking around for anybody else to call on. And he's like, oh, God. All right. Fine. Wesley, tell me what it is. And then he calls him Wesleypedia. He is Wesleypedia, but he's also his uncle. So. Mm-hmm. Which I forgot. So when he pulled up in the car, he was like, Wes, get in. I'll give you a ride. I was like, oh, no. What is this becoming? <laughs> and then he, he was like, Uncle was Mike. And I was like, I was like okay. <laughs> oh, God. right. Okay. This is fine. This is not going to be a fucking. We're already doing this with fucking. What's his name? Sam. Sam and Miss O. Uh, hot guy Liam is in their group. They have to make a Rube Goldberg machine. Yes. So Hannah and Wesley are a team, and then Hot Liam comes over, who mm-hmm. wears inexplicably wears like uniform shorts. I'm unclear about the shorts, <laughs> and like I said before, I'm pretty sure that this is the same Liam that Claire went to the movie night with, who was very into British New Wave and had a scarf. So he's Rachel, got a lot of vibes that I'm unclear on. You're unclear on them. I'm clear on them in that you would have fucking loved this guy <laughs> if you were. That's what I'm clear on. If, if you if were, I were Hannah, Hannah Wesley would have, would have been left. out the door. I wouldn't have given <laughs> you, Leslie a second glance. Wesley would have been left in the dust because you'd be trying to mm-hmm. pull those shorts right off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have a ska check belt holding them up. Oh, my God. They definitely do. I just can't believe like our shorts. Shorts are a uniform option. And he's like, it's like he's like British, which you also fucking love. I do. Well, he's not, but his name is Liam. No, but I feel like that's like a British school thing. Oh, wearing shorts. Is to yeah. wear shorts. Like in, in For all children. Like old, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old movies. Like they always see that we're in shorts, like knee length shorts. Yeah. So he joins the crew with Hannah and Wesley. Yeah. And then Wesley's immediately insecure about his relationship with Hannah. He's like, this guy is so much cooler. And so he and Liam are kind of, I wouldn't say like arguing, but they're, they're disagreeing on like how to build this and what they should do or shouldn't do. And Wesley really wants to go all out. And Liam's like, well, I don't think we can do those things. And like, let's make it less complicated. Yeah. Um, yes. To be fair. To Wesley. He's right to be concerned because Liam literally like the second day is like, Hannah's so cool. I think I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, that's my girlfriend. And mm-hmm. he goes, Liam's like, oh, you don't give off those vibes. I was like, that's true. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> He's right. He, they do not give off those mm-hmm. vibes. Not at all. Be friends. So he so Wesley decides like the way to Hannah's heart is to have a car and to mm-hmm. be able to drive, mm-hmm. which I don't know why was mm-hmm. this mentioned. Or he just was I, like, oh, I think it like was a- the bus thing. So like Liam oh, and Hannah take the same right. bus right. to go home. And so Wesley's theory is like, oh, if he can get his driver's license sooner, then he can just drive Hannah home. And then she'll like him more because he's like the cool guy with a car. And it's like, let's like Wesley's appeal has never been that he's the cool guy. No, which also they just realized they live two blocks away from each other, even though they're bused to the same school. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, maybe they don't maybe they take the city bus and not like a school bus. But I don't know. Even so, I think if you lived far enough away from the school that you go to, you would know it. And someone that went to it lived so close to you, you'd probably know him. Yeah. Maybe not. Look, I don't know. He seems like a new kid, but we don't know where he showed up from. He's also not, though, because like you said, he was with uh, Allie at, no, Claire Claire. at the movie dance. The dance. (laughs) The the dancey movie night. With Claire at the science fair, because I keep calling it the science fair. Um, candlestick at the science fair with Claire. <laughs> Clue. With Liam's scarf. With Liam's, Liam's scarf. In the conservatory. The Claire at the science fair with Liam's scarf. Dude, Degrassi? Clue would be really That would fun. be really fun. That would be That's really what we fun. should do for our Patreon Halloween night. That's, that's a tall order. It friend. is a tall order. I already, I thought create? of a costume today that involved me buying one article of clothing and I'm like, how am I going to get that? <laughs> Don't go to spirit weeks. Halloween. <laughs> you know, what's taking over spirit Halloween is killer clowns from outer space. You guys notice this broom heads. Killer I, what clowns are from they? It's a movie. It's mm-hmm. a famous, it's an eighties horror movie. It's very okay, fun. Yeah, it's an old one though, but silly, it's not a new thing. No, no. It's a silly, goofy, like eighties horror mm-hmm. movie. Killer clowns from outer space. It is really fun. But over the last like two or three years, like the paraphernalia, like has just like, it, it has become up there with like Michael Myers and fucking scream mm-hmm. and Sam from trick or treat as like the top spirit Halloween shit. No, no, it's weird. Okay. Anyway. It's a fun movie. Um, yeah. So he's like, I'm going to, I know how to drive, but he doesn't know how to drive. It's a schmuck. His uncle Mike's teaching him how to drive. He's driving into Drew. Yeah. And his uncle Mike is like, we didn't have to do all this, all these things to get our license when <laughs> we were kids, which I was also like, what are you talking about? You didn't need to get a learner's permit when you were yeah. a kid. You just like drove. That was very crazy to me. Maybe in Canada they didn't have learn because we've always had that. Yeah. We've always had those hoops to jump through. We had to get, you had to get a learner. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know when I got my license that they had just upped the difficulty to getting it. Like it had been a little bit easier, like two or three years before I got mine. They've made it even harder since then, but you've always had to get like a learner's permit. I'm like, how old is uncle Mike that like, he never had a learner's permit. He can't be that old. No, I don't think like, I I don't know. And then also rules in Canada. We had to do driver's ed mm-hmm. before you could even take the test. We had to do, you had to have your learner's permit for four months. 
Um, you could get it at 15 and nine months. You could get your license at 16 and one month. And you had to do driver's ed um, plus six hours of driving with a driving instructor plus 40 hours of driving with like a parent or guardian. Same. You also should not be able to drive at 16. No, no. Now in Maryland, I think it's 16 and six months. Um, and even Same. that I'm like, people drive terribly. Like you need to have years of experience before you should be. On the road. No, you should have to be 24. <laughs> How old do you have to be to rent a car? 25, 25. Yeah. You should have to be 36 to drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really good driver now, but now mm-hmm. like, it took me a long time. Mm-hmm. I think I also still pump the brake too much though. Oh, do you not have like auto any lock brakes? <laughs> I just feel like I ride. No, I don't mean pump. I ride. Okay, ride, okay. The ride the brake. But is gotcha, that gotcha. like does ride the brake mean like you drive slow? No, I don't. Th- I mean, not like Wesley was where he was going. Because I don't so drive slow. slow, but I th- I think sometimes I hit the brake too hard. I mm-hmm. think that's what I mean. Like I go like too fast, and then I have to hit the brake too hard. Like if I'm in traffic or something, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Wesley drove the car. He got pulled over. He told Hannah and Liam he had his license. They were mm-hmm. like, "Great, dude, let's go to the fucking museum and see some Rube Goldberg machines." Which I was like, <laughs> "Fucking nerd alert." Jesus, these nerds. It's like your uncle Mike won't mind because it's school related. And so he's this uh, speaking oh of God. nerd alert times two. Yeah. Wee you sirens of they were <laughs> yelling nerd alert. You're driving too slow. <laughs> dork. Oh man. Yeah, he was going how many 20 miles under the speed limit? <laughs> <laughs> Which, Dude. like, that had to be, like, a residential Ten street. miles so, an hour. Like, not very fast at all. <laughs> trying five miles an hour. Uh, and so, I love how, like, before that, he when he drives Hannah home, like, with nothing happens, which I was shocked by. I was like, how did nothing happen? And I was like, oh, because it's going to happen later. Um, she's like, your uncle's sedan doesn't suit you. <laughs> and I'm like, in what world? Like, is Wesley driving, like, a sports car or something? <laughs> fucking nerd no she means he should be driving like one of those tiny cars oh god like a geo or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. do you remember there was like so, a simpsons character who was super tall who had a geo and he had to like fold himself into the car no, i don't remember that but that's very funny surprisingly i'm uh less versed on the simpsons than you would think a person like me would be yeah i i i know like bits and pieces but it, there's i like it a lot stuck with I'm me not, like yeah. i don't have like a, i don't have a wide knowledge no no like i could never do trivia no don't forget that so he gets pulled over hannah and liam are mad because they're like why did you lie about this mm-hmm. and then you know he lied about it because he didn't want hot liam mm-hmm. coming in there and swooping up his gf Mm-mm. and he told uncle mike and he was like dude Girl, if you like a girl, there's other ways to impress them. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't give any. I was like, what do you know, Uncle Mike? <laughs> you also seem like kind of a dork, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. He also said at one point, let's not forget that um, us Bettencams are born drivers. So Wes Bettencam, which I knew his last name before his first name, because uh-huh. if you look at my notes. You see that it says Bettencam. Us, us Bettencams are born drivers is here. And then me learning his name is all the way down here. Yeah. And so the thing like is, you knew his name. You just hadn't seen him in a while. So, you know, it's easy to forget. Yeah, it's easy to forget. Um, yeah, but they 
Like now Wesley is going to have to wait three years before he can get his license, which is insane to me. Yeah, he was pulled over by a police officer for going too slow. They could have let him off. Yeah, that didn't seem that bad. It was like, I don't have my license. She goes, you don't have it on your person? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I don't have it at all. But then Hannah was like, why did you do that? And he was like, well, because Liam was so hot and swooping in here and being cool. Mm -hmm. And she was like, then she was like, well, I'm going to go wherever you go. She, she's like, I like you so much for being you. I like you for you. Mm-hmm. They, they're cute, though. I like those two. Yeah, it's, it's cute. And so they do the boob Bulberg machine. And mm-hmm. they Wesley has, like, finished it, but he decided not to do the water valve, which was the complicated part. And so he's, like, come to an agreement, essentially, with Liam, where it's like, oh, let's meet in the middle instead of, like, me having to prove I'm better and all this stuff. And they Actually win. Like they win. Yeah. I mean, a little biased because his uncle's the teacher. But they do win. He calls him Wesleypedia. I, <clears throat> Wesleypedia. I think that he found a very mature resolution to this where he was like you know what liam i could be mad at you and like try to fight you but you're right you were right here and he also does the rube goldberg machine on his that's a hard thing to say by the way rube goldberg machine yeah yeah you know what came, like up on, came on my spotify today was okay go and i was like oh god <laughs> speaking of did it really rube goldberg, it just came in like on a shuffle like you might like and i was like i don't but thank you <laughs> That's bizarre, though. Did they I know, know because they must have known that I watched an episode about a Rube Goldberg machine, and then they're like, let's play that song where OK Go set up their own one for the music video. I hate OK Go. Sorry, OK Go fans. Here they go. Here they go again. Oh, they're on the treadmills. <laughs> Fucking cares. Write a good song, for heaven's sakes. I don't, so, I don't hate uh, them. I just also don't like them. Daisy wants to be on the podcast, apparently. <laughs> I'm coming in hot talking about hating bands a lot lately. What do you think, Daisy? I don't even know it. I know the one OK Go song. And so, like, I don't really hate mm-hmm. them. I don't know why I'm being so mean. Daisy, um, Daisy has a lot of opinions about OK Go. That's why she stood up. <laughs> She's like, so, Pat, how could you say that about OK Go? Sorry, Daisy. I apologize. I apologize. I love them. They're great. I love their fucking stupid <laughs> videos. Oh, they're on. Can you believe they're doing the thing on the treadmills and they're jumping from one treadmill to the going back? They're doing the same choreography. It's like you never seen choreography before, you fucking Rube Goldberg machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I like that Wesley was like, you know what? This guy's right. And he also did the Rube Girl. Oh, God. I, it's very hard to say. Boob Goldberg machine. <laughs> <laughs> boob the rude, boob the ravishing rick rude goldberg machine boob goldberg um, <laughs> as kind of like an apology he's like he went in and he stayed up all night and he fixed mm-hmm. it he got it done and it was very good i guess i didn't know there was like magnets or something yeah they i mean it was like mousetrap and it worked instead of being a really boring game to play the game mousetrap yeah yeah it's That's tedious you know you got to set Mousetrap up, though. It takes a long time. It takes so long, and you're building it, and then you run it once, and then you're done. That's the problem with the Rube Goldberg machine. The what? The Boob Goldberg machine. 
Fucking. I think that's easier to say, actually. The Bill Goldberg machine. You know Bill Goldberg? The Goldbergs machine. (laughs) Wonder if that show's coming back when the strikes are over. (laughs) No, that show ended. It did? I don't even know. Yeah, they had a series finale and everything. They had to kill off Jeff Garland because he was like sexually assaulting women oh, on the show. Oh, great, so they, great. They killed him off and then uh and then they did I I believe they did something where it was very odd and he was it was like a wedding episode that mm-hmm. he was like still alive. Mm-hmm. The character. Yeah. And they had like a fa- they did the face thing. Oh like gosh. The, I don't remember. Who cares? The Goldbergs gives a shit. Yeah. Who watches that show? I never did. I used to watch. I did watch episodes of it in the, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Could you get the C story, Rach? Yeah, I can. Um, Do you think we're ready for it? We're ready for it, right? I think we're ready for it. There wasn't anything else in the the one that I'm not going to try to say again. Um, the C story is for Weed and Bianca and Vince and Imogen. So it starts off with... Uh, Bianca doesn't have her gym clothes, so she can't play the ladies volleyball, which was something you mentioned previously. Don't kick the volleyballs. It's the only rule. Mm -hmm. The only rule, rule, but Goldberg. (laughs) That um, not to kick the volleyballs. Coach Anderson Armstrong has. Don't kick the volleyball. Yeah. So she doesn't want to do it and she doesn't have her gear and Imogen is like kind of trying to be a friend. And so Imogen's like, Oh, I have cramps. So I also can't do gym class. So they get a health assignment instead and they have to turn it in the next day. Um, and we find out that like Bianca is still meeting up with Vince because she still owes him like, and she just can't stand being around him, but he wants her to move drugs at Degrassi. <laughs> and she meets him in like the only alley in Degrassi. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the funniest set in the world. Yeah. That was where, tr- that was where like, who was it? Um, <laughs> who beat up, who beat up Rick there? Um, the Michael Bell. What was his character's name? Uh, Jay. Michael Jay beat Jay. up Rick in that alley. If it's that alley alley. is so funny. And like, they always do like a establishing shot. That's high. Mm -hmm. And you, and there's a pair, you know, it's, you know, it's a bad, the wrong side of town because there's a pair of sneakers tied to the wire. Mm -hmm. above. You know, Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Uh Oh, those sneakers are up there. It's a bad part of town. (laughs) There's steam coming out of something. And he always (laughs) meets her in the same alley. Vince is Vince is something. Man. Vince is something. Vince is something. Jill told us about Vince. She warned us about Vince. Yeah, so yeah, he wants her. Like she was saying we're, we're going to like Vince at some point. There's still time. I guess. He punched her right in the face. I guess he didn't punch her. He slapped her. He slapped her. Oh. <laughs> Hard to come back from that for me, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Hard for me to come back. Um. So he wants her to sell weed at Degrassi, and she's like, not there, like uh, like anywhere but there. Um, he can't pick her up at Degrassi because there's a restraining order. Because yeah, yeah, he's not allowed to get very close to it. Um, so she this kind is of fucking gross. All of this. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So she kind of like acquiesces because she doesn't really know what else to do. And so he texts her, "See you tonight" with the dollar sign. 
which I guess a dollar sign also works for loonies. It's a loony sign also. Yeah, it's a loony sign. It's also a loony sign. I think you're right. <laughs> One of the f- interesting things is like he when he texts her, mm-hmm. there are never any capital letters, which means it automatically makes the first letter capital mm-hmm. in a text. So you have to make it small. <laughs> like you have to go out of your way to, to do C U tonight. <laughs> you have to go out of your way to be like, I got to be nonchalant about this. So mm-hmm. it's got, I have to change it from capital mm-hmm. to lowercase yeah. every time. And even like B, B, see you later. It's mm-hmm. always lowercase. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Do. Like, God bless. Yeah. He's trying to get, he, he's, yeah. he, their agreement is basically, she's just his girlfriend who sells his drugs. Yeah. It's so it's so like too much up. of like an it, agreement. Like, it's like, what does she get out of this? I don't think she gets is, enough of it. Well, deal all she it. gets out of it is that he doesn't kill Drew or beat up Drew. Yeah. This is all to keep Drew safe. Yeah. But like, it is so fucking dark. It is. It's really dark. Without, they give, like, it's, this show is so bizarre in that, like, they give. Remember, Allie's- this season all started with Bianca dancing for the radio contest and winning those concert tickets. <laughs> yeah, they, what, that is what happened if she hadn't been dancing. That That's contest. very true, actually, if you think about it. But it's so <laughs> wild to me how, like, they treat Allie playing poker as, like, oh the seedy underbelly of Toronto like with these like college kids mm-hmm. and this, which is like so much worse. It's so dark. She's basically like being this guy's girlfriend mm-hmm. under duress and selling his drugs for him under duress. And it's all like, eh. I don't yeah, think they give no it the deal. weight. Mm-hmm. I just, feel, and I, it's not to say that they're not saying it's bad. They are certainly saying it's bad, but it's a fucking C story. Like they just are not giving it the weight that I think it deserves. It's very terrible and problematic. Yeah. Here I am on my high horse again. (laughs) I'm going to break my neck falling off this high horse, you know? (laughs) So she, yeah, she's trying to move weed. Mm-hmm. But she also doesn't want to do it because she's she mm-hmm. ba- she basically says, like, can this just be my one space to grassy? I just need this to mm-hmm. be my one place. And he's like, no, you got to sell all my weed. And if you don't bring me my money, I don't know. Something bad's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. What worse? Is he going to murder her? Because that's the only other thing. Yeah. Yeah. So then they go to gym class again. And Coach Anderson Armstrong's like, do you have your assignments, girls? And. Mm-hmm. Bianca has her assignment. But Imogen kind of consents that like Bianca doesn't want to meet the guy she has to meet. Exactly. So she's, so she pulls her assignment. She's like, no, we didn't do it. You got to give us detention. Okay. So they have detention and their detention is they have to do the assignment in detention. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. So they're in a classroom. There's no one there. Imogen has to go to the bathroom. This is all very, Boring. convoluted yeah <laughs> it's just an ex- it's just an excuse to get her out of the room so that bianca can steal her money because mm-hmm. she has to give vince money she has to sell the weed and give him the money she doesn't want to sell the weed she does try to sell it to bianca but bianca does i mean sorry to imogen mm-hmm. but imogen doesn't, doesn't want, want it. it 
So instead of selling it to her, when she goes to the bathroom, she steals her money. And brings it to Vince, who's happy that he has the money, I guess. And she also has all this weed. Mm -hmm. So win-win for her. Yeah. He, well, he wants, yeah. And it starts off with, like, um, wait. Yeah, yeah. So she stole the money. She meets up with Vince. So then he wants her to sell more weed because she did so well. And she's like, what the fuck? I don't want to do this. Um, so then Imogen is like pissed and is like, that was my birthday loonies. Like you stole my birthday loonies. Yeah. They, she took her birthday loonies. (laughs) Fucked up. Yeah. And Bianca's like being the tough girl. And she's like, well, I never wanted to be your friend. Like, I don't know why you were trying to be my friend. Um, so then I was going to buy you mozzarella sticks at the dot with my birthday loonies. (laughs) We could have been friends. We could have shared mozzarella sticks. Um, Sometimes I really want mozzarella sticks. I could go for some right now. Oh, couldn't you? Yeah. Me too. They're just not. It's going to take me a while to get any. It's just not the same. You know who makes good mozzarella sticks is Sunswick. Oh, yeah. They make that. They're good at that kind of food. I'm not surprised. I don't know if I've ever had them there, but. Sunswick yeah, is my pre-movie spot. Yeah, they're good. Sunswick's a place in a story. If you've never been there, it's fine, but mm-hmm. they make good mozzarella sticks. Shoestring fries, though. Nobody wants those. No, no, no. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Um, so. Potato sticks. It's like potato sticks. Remember potato, potato sticks. sticks? Nobody wants potato sticks. So. <laughs> Potato skins got big potato appeal because they're made with potatoes and skins that are real. So when, those? when, when Bianca didn't want to sell more drugs, when Vince asked about that, that's when Vince slapped her. Then she went to the whole thing with Imogen and the birthday loonies. And then she's like, I don't want to be your friend. And then she meets back up with Vince again. And Vince kind of apologizes. And she also tells him off and is like, that's the one, like, don't make me sell drugs there. I don't want to do that. Um, you know, I'll do anything. And so he buys her like sexy lingerie as a thank you. And then, which is so, so gross. Um, then he's like, you're still my girl. Right. And then they kiss. And I'm like, and she's like ah. coerced into this relationship. This is like, no, I mean, I don't want to say I, mm-hmm. that feels like worse than the slap. To yeah. Be it feels gross. When she has to kiss him. I'm like, she doesn't love him or even like him. She hates him. No, but he's holding this over her. It really bums me out. Yeah. So then she Bianca tries to make up with Imogen and she makes up with Imogen by giving her the sexy lingerie. Yeah. She says, I'm going to pay you back. Yeah. But in the meantime, here's a peace offering. Mm-hmm. And she's like, some guy bought this for me and I don't like it. Yeah. I can't even like yeah. stomach the idea of wearing it. And she's like, it's cute. You're forgiven. And now they're friends. <laughs> Which I kind of love. Yeah. I'm kind of excited for Bianca and Imogen, the friendship. Yeah, yeah. So if we get that out of this, that's pretty good. But And then Imogen says something to Bianca at the end about, like, the grade nine orientation volunteering. And I guess that's, like, to get her to also not have to hang out with this guy and to do something. I think so. I think it's, like, to keep her occupied so that, like, yeah. he can't. The, the more she's at school, the less he can get to her because the yeah. restraining order. yeah. Anyway, it's all very weird. I don't love it. It's not my favorite stuff that the show's been doing. Mm-mm. But I'm excited for Imogen and Bianca being friends, if nothing else. 
Yeah, not so but bad. All of this like fucking coerced kissing. Not nice. Not nice. That's not. That's it's. It's not, not nice. nice. It's not nice. It's not nice. I agree with you. It is not nice. It's not nice. Not that everything has to be nice, but this is very not nice. Fucking Vince. No. Anyway, Rach, what do you think? Does it go there or doesn't it go there? Does it or doesn't it? It's like right on the fence of going there and not going there. Like, you know, there's an illegal poker game. There's uh, driving a car with no license. And there's selling drugs at Degrassi and a coerced relationship. And I'm like, so I feel like it goes there. It's like just over the line. I agree. It's a soft go there. But the thing that sends it over the line for me. Oh, sorry. It's not even does it go there. It's does it or doesn't it? Does it or doesn't it? (laughs) So it does. I think it does because of this coerced relationship Mm -hmm. thing. This stuff is, I don't think it's being given the gravity and maybe Mm -hmm. it will. I don't know. I haven't seen the show. So maybe it will be given the gravity. Um, But it's so gross. I just, it makes me feel really sad Mm -hmm. when like she's in the car with him and not even like the slap is obviously like a violent and gross and Mm -hmm. I don't like that. But the other stuff is just as bad. Like the, you owe me if it, and like the holding it over her head of like, if you don't do this, there's going to be a problem for you and for Drew, because mm-hmm. this also and Drew doesn't even realize that this is happening. Mm-hmm. So all of this burden is on Bianca, mm-hmm. a character who I was like, you know, we, we've been very cool on Bianca. Yeah. And people have said, stick with it, stick mm-hmm. with it. And I'm starting to see it now. I'm starting yeah. to see the forest for the trees. Like, yeah. Yeah. She even says to Imogen, she's like, you know. Being friends with me, I there's shit in my life that's so fucking dark. And she's like, and you're good. And I'm like, well, she did try to didn't make that guy get off his meds a bunch. So she's not the best. Not all good. So they're gonna be a fun friendship. But yeah, I think it does because of the C story. The A and the B to me, the illegal poker game I could give two shits about doesn't go there. And the B, oh, I don't care if Wesley's driving without a license. It's 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 nothing. Driving this, under this the speed feels, limit. I don't, driving to six miles an hour. <laughs> but all of this stuff is like, oof, boy. I don't know. Wrecks it for me. Oh, Pat. Out yeah, of, Rach. Out of all these characters, if you developed a gambling addiction and wanted to win money at an illegal poker game to buy someone tickets to a basketball game, who would be that person that you were buying basketball tickets for? <laughs> Complicated, um, I know. This is a weird one. This is a hard one. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't ever think about this before until this moment, which mm-hmm. I think for me is the best way to do it. Uh, it's probably not the best way to do it, but for me, maybe it's the best way to do it. Um, MVD, most valuable to Grassian. Who is the character that is the most valuable to the episode? I mean, for me, the person I am that I take away when I think about the, these two episodes. And I walk away from them. I'm thinking about Bianca. Mm -hmm. It's not because I think she's like, I I understand that what she thinks she's doing is the right thing because it is. She feels responsible for all of the stuff that happened with Drew. Mm -hmm. 
So she has taken upon herself the burden of making sure Drew is safe. And as a result, she's putting herself through unimaginable, like fucking terror, essentially. So does that make her the best? I don't know. No, it's it's just it's very sad mm-hmm. all along. But I'm just saying from from the standpoint of who am I, who left the big the the mark on me in this episode? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Bianca. Mm hmm. It's hard though. It's a C story, so like obviously Dave and Allie are are, are, are head head and shoulders more screen time here. So I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go Bianca. How about you, pal? I don't know. It's like it feels like a real Allie and Dave episode, but I don't. Yeah. I also don't really care about that story. <laughs> When when Bianca's getting slapped in the face in that fucking half-assed alley, yeah, it just like not alley, a l l e y, not a l l i. It just feels like there's yeah, it feels less. It feels less important. Mm-hmm. But there also there are great there's great stuff in that story. The poker game is really funny, and her counting cards is great, and her being like very cocky is very fun. Yeah. No complaints. Um, I don't know. It's not Wesley. No, it's definitely not Wesley. I mean, Wesley does learn a good lesson, though, and he does come to a very mature decision at the end. Yeah, yeah. And I kind, of, I kind of appreciate Imogen also for... Um, totally. What she did. I'm going to say Imogen. Fuck it. Imogen is very, like getting her girls back yeah even though it's not yeah even her I, the, the eli stuff the claire stuff was a little much and now i'm kind of like okay i can see where this is going and i could get into it she also mentions that at yeah. one point she yeah. talks about how she was in her in in like a kind of a toxic thing with a guy mm-hmm. and then she and 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 uh bianca says well like how did you get through that mm-hmm. and she's like by telling myself i deserve more yeah all right imogen yeah not bad not bad all right, Imogen. So look at us picking the two characters from the C story in this episode. It says a lot. It does. Yeah, this was a... Did I write it down? I have it somewhere. What did you write down? How many points out of 10 he gave it? No, it was... Oh, don't try to get into the next episode. Um, who wrote it? So just... Oh, who wrote it? Shelly Scarrow? No, it was a, a newbie. It's uh, someone new to us. I'm sure he may or may not be new to writing for the show. It is the great Cole Bestato. It's probably written like <laughs> book of the series, dude. Cole Bestato. Cole Bestato, book of the series. Yeah. So, yeah. Arthur Digby Sellers. Anyway, good stuff. <laughs> fun stuff. Um. Allie and Dave, Farrah Jaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we got, Rach? Does any 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 other business need to be shown up? No other business. Just one thing to say. You know, we talk about the Patreon a lot. Um, If you join us this month at the ten dollar level, because this will be going out just a few days before on Tuesday, October twenty fourth, is our um, our Halloween hangout with the Patreon crew, nine p.m. EST. Um, and we will be doing uh, Halloween dress up as your favorite Degrassi character. Not necessarily no. favorite as a Degrassi character. Let's like let's caveat that. I'm not going to be probably dressing up as Allie. 
No, no. I mean, you could try though. I think you'd do a good alley. You could just wear your hoodie like that and some big sunglasses. For oh yeah, I could do alley at the poker table. Well, she didn't go to poker like that. No. Why didn't she go to poker like that? They literally also set her who up gives to someone be- spicy tomato soup when you're sick? That's not what. You- no, it's chicken noodle. Of course, no, no wonder. It was almost like it was almost like he set her up. Like he yeah, it felt a little purposeful. Yeah. He knew she wasn't spicy. sick. She's not that good of an actor. We have to wear costumes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. On our last Patreon episode, we we said about someone, we're like, that would be a great Halloween costume. And I can't remember who was. I don't remember either. Uh, <laughs> don't monkeys from the Zoom. If you remember what we said, mm-hmm. who we said would be a good Halloween costume, mm-hmm. hit us up. Yeah, I think I figured out who mine is going to be. Oh, you have? Yeah, just today. So I got to get the pieces for it. But I'm not going to get them at Spirit Halloween. Too expensive. Very good. All right. Well, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash deep threes. You got to get it. Mm -hmm. Write us an email. This guy Omar keeps fucking emailing us. Are you getting these emails right? I want to just, I tried to put them in spam. It's like, it's selling us something. And I'm like, how many times are you going to fucking email us? I'm are like, we don't respond emails? to email. He, this guy emails us every day. He's some entrepreneur who's trying to like teach us how to like fucking monetize our uh, podcast, which he doesn't listen to the podcast. No. He said, he also says, hey, fa- Pat, every time. And I'm like, every time. <laughs> But this was my favorite line in one of the emails. Mm-hmm. He said, I've always said he's by the way, guys, he's always said this. <laughs> Podcasters are the musicians and arter, artists of the entrepreneurship world. The coolest <laughs> of the bunch. <laughs> I've always said he's always said this. He's always been talking about mm-hmm. since he was a little boy. He's talking about podcasters that they are the musicians and artists of the entrepreneurship world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. I, oh my God. I hope he does listen. Omar, if you're listening, switch it up on me. <laughs> I've and Omar, said, you, you know. should know that we very rarely respond to our emails. <laughs> you know, I've always said the thing something since I was a young man. Mm-hmm. I've a young man. I've always thought, you know, podcasters, they're really the musicians mm-hmm. of the entrepreneurship world. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't want to someone else email me because Omar has been emailing us like fucking every day for a month. This guy. It's a lot. He's not just a random guy looking for any client. He's a podcaster himself. It feels like it's a random guy looking for just any client. And the pains of running your own podcast and growing it. And I have, over the last four years, really learned how to best use content for a long-lasting business. (laughs) Poor Omar. He's probably a nice guy. Do you think he's not a real person? I think he is, but it just seems very, I don't know. Imagine like, he's like copy a paste. fucking, imagine he's a dope monkey and he's like, listen to this and he's mm-hmm. crying right now. <laughs> so sad. Well, he, my problem is that he only says Pat and our email address is like Pat and Rachel is like the name or something like that. But maybe he thinks my last name is and, and Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. And it's just one person who hosts it, but then he clearly doesn't listen to this podcast. So the first email he ever sent us spe- specified a specific epi- specified a specific. Jesus Christ. I shouldn't even be a podcast. <laughs> 
uh, was very specific about an episode. He was like, I loved your episode on this where you talked about this. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think, for real. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, do you remember that one? I do. I do. And I thought I was like, wait a second. And then he kept sending emails. And I'm like, I don't think this is a real person. Oh, he said he left a review, which I don't know if he did or not. Just left a five star review because hide and seek was incredible. I really enjoy the episode of your podcast about the pre break dance and the consequences of relationships being tested. You really captured the emotion of the story, and I felt like I was right. So there yeah, he's never listened to this podcast. He this podcast. <laughs> I have never captured the emotion of a story, and no one feels like they're right there with the characters. Also- Mostly I'm singing. Also, like, I'm pretty sure that you could figure out what that episode was about from reading the the show notes. (laughs) The pre-break dance. Five-star review for Hide and Seek because it was incredible. Meanwhile, I mean, I'm sorry, Omar. If if for, for, oh God, imagine he's for real and we're being so mean. Well, we'll find out because he'll send us 30 emails about it. Mm -hmm. Omar, listen, if you are listening... This is just a thing we do. We have mm-hmm. other things. We're this. We're not trying to make this our livelihood. No, we, we're you, not going to make a living off of this. Let me tell God you. God bless we, you, Omar. We, are, we know that we are five years into this. This is a hobby. This is not a career. <laughs> and we love doing it. And it's very yeah. fun for us. And for the people who listen, we love them so much. But Omar, yeah, that's about all we're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I we're can't pay my rent on this show. I'm just going to say. But I will say I have. But, if, I don't but know the illegal you, poker Mitch. games, I could probably pay my rent with. You start counting those counting cards. those cards, but Rach, I have you know me. You've known me a long time, and I have always <laughs> said that podcasters are the musicians of the entrepreneurship world. I know you. I know you, Pat. Just like how you can say, really share the emotions about the pre-break dance. <laughs> <sighs> the pre-break dance. Yeah. So Broomhead's Joe Monkeys, send us an email. We will maybe respond to it in two years. Um, This feels very cathartic, but at the same time, like, are we, are you a little worried that (laughs) that Omar is listening to this? (laughs) And we're making fun of him. Omar, look, listen, if you are listening to this, you got to switch that line up, dude, Mm -hmm. because that line is not good. The pre, the fucking entrepreneurship world. Oh boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <sighs> so, so write glad. us an email at every episode for gmail.com. Maybe we'll dissect it. I mean, listen, we're not going to make fun of an email that someone sends us that's nice. Yeah. This is literally every day this guy sends like, please, I want to help you. Give me money to help you. We don't have any money to give you. We don't make enough off of this. We barely cover the costs. <laughs> But maybe if we hired Omar, we would be rolling in it. I'm sure that people are just dying to know more about what's happening in season 11 of Degrassi from 2012. The episode of Hide and Seek, how we discussed the pre-break dance. It's so emotional. And he felt like he was right there with the characters. At the pre-break dance. I gotta listen to that. I gotta listen to that episode. Anyway, thanks, Broomheads. Don't look, because we love you. We love you. Get on that Patreon. We're not going to make fun of you. 
Yeah. Um, um, we're on Instagram I mean, at, at uh, Deem Podcast and also yep. on Facebook at the same place. And you can find the Dope Monkeys and Broomheads Facebook group, which is a great place. It's a great place. Leave us a five star review. But like if you leave a five star review, we can also see that you left it. And like the five star rating, you can't see. But if you leave a review, it does show up. And I never saw Omar's name under the reviews. So I don't think he left us a review. The consequences of relationships being tested. He really liked that. He might go back and change it to a one star review after this. I'm just saying. I know we shouldn't have been saying. Maybe we shouldn't have said all those things, but. It felt good. I got to be honest. <laughs> Every time I think we have an email, then I'm like, oh, God, it's this again. It's just Omar. Yeah. <laughs> and then Patreon said it was like our Patreon anniversary. And I was like, no, it's we've been doing this for over like for a couple of years now. It's not our one year anniversary. Patreon. Our one year anniversary. Well, anyway, we love you, broomheads. We love you, dope monkeys. Live it up. Yes. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. But yeah, if you if you want to join the Patreon, come over at the ten dollar level. Join us with your favorite Degrassi Halloween costume, October twenty fourth. Or don't. If you don't want to have one, you don't have to have one. No, you do. You do. It's mandatory costume oh party. It doesn't have to be complicated. Really? Doesn't have to be oh, complicated. So you know, so if you're if you're Bianca, you could just show up with like a bag of weed and some dance moves. So I have to do one. Is what you're talking yeah, about. you do. It's mandatory. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Pat, you well, like Halloween. You like dressing that... up for Halloween. I know, but it's hard to dress up like Degrassi characters. You'd be surprised. You don't have to wear a thong like Manny. There's other things you can do. Just anyway, spread my spread my butt cheeks on the Zoom. We'll see you all in a couple weeks. That's like spinner. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what you're going to do. Just pull your sweatpants down. All right. Well, we'll see you on the 24th, broomheads. Bye. Good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. Grilled cheese, definitely. Ikniowski. Ikniowski. Oh, I'm not supposed to say it. It's okay.